0: and he is a huge figure in the new age movement uh but deepak chopra met his match he uh was apparently on a conversation some sort of conversation about god and jesus and uh this is great deepak chopra figurehead in the new age movement new age movement is uh, complete junk pseudoscience and uh he got checked, rightfully so. This video was actually posted by Melissa Dotterey. Dr. Trofer, if you look if at the, the four Gospels loud. and
1: you look at what Christianity historically has accepted as being the most accurate depiction of what Jesus said, did, and etc., um, you would concede that your conception of an impersonal God would contradict
2: that. Is that right? Oh, yes, absolutely. It would. Okay. And, you know, I disagree with uh, uh,
0: Mr. Kokel that the four Gospels were, you know, uh, written at the time of... So it's important to note that in New Ageism, it, God is an impersonal God. He's an energy. He's a force. He is not... Uh, a a God that is omnipresent and relational, Mm -hmm. okay? And sometimes, to be fair, sometimes Protestants, we get a little too on the other end of the extreme where everything is about a personal relationship. Personal relationship with Jesus in your heart, right? Accept Jesus in your heart, have a personal relationship. That's not all the way right all the time either. But if if we're talking about impersonal God that's far and distant versus a personal God that wants to be, engaged and present with you, I'm definitely choosing the personal God, just out the rip. New Age is not a personal God, okay? Go ahead. When do you think they're written?
2: According to all scholarly research, anywhere from 60 A.D. to 180. Yeah, at
1: 62 A.D., the Book of Acts was finished. That was the account of the early church, and Paul was in prison at that time. We know when he was in prison. By secular history, it was in 62, okay? The, the Book of Acts was written by Luke after he wrote his gospel. That means the gospel of Luke had to be written in the late 50s. All scholars say the gospel of Luke was not the first gospel, but rather Mark was the first gospel and possibly Matthew. So you have two other accounts written before the end of the second decade after the death of Christ. So by that reckoning, within 15 years, you have writing circular about the life of Christ from people who experienced the very thing. Another thing that is flawed
0: with the gospel written decades and decades and decades later is the destruction of the temple in 70AD. okay? Mm-hmm. there's no mention it uh, there's no mention of it in any of the New Testament epistles on any of the gospel and uh, accounts. And if again, go to Israel at some point in your life, talk to a historian. You know that 70 AD the destruction of the temple was massive. And that it would be very unlikely that Jewish men who wrote the New Testament would have never mentioned the destruction of the temple. Hmm. So that's another way that uh, we can look at it. And then they also found uh, one of uh, the—it's a credit card size transcript. I think it's called P5052 of the Gospel of John. And that also dates back way earlier, uh, based on the scholars I looked at it earlier than what other scholars are saying. And and uh and it's uh it's not an original, but I think they say it's in a copy of an original. Mm. Um, and so P P twenty two, thank you, uh, uh, from the from the Gospel of John. And so the notion that the gospel was written hundreds of years later is just complete hogwash, it's nonsense. There's there's no there's no basis of it, even in the most secular and agnostic um textual critics like Bart Ehrman don't believe in that. Go ahead.
1: That's good scholarship, and that's standard scholarship. Are there people out there on the fringes that say differently? Certainly, but
2: that's not sound scholarship. I just gave a very good argument for early dating, and it's sound. Okay, you know, I I read the... Recent Newsweek issue which differed quite different, you know quite a lot from your account consider the source Newsweek and the Jesus seminar Even those people who are considered very very
1: radical even by liberal uh, academic scholars on this issue They don't draw from the right sources quite
0: anytime anybody brings up the Jesus Sem- seminar in terms of textual criticism and any discussion about the scriptures Complete L. That's a complete L. You, you're, you're not talking about liberal. You're talking fringe. Mm. So he's like, Well I read that listen to what this guy said. He broke it down. Hey, this was written in here, this is how we know because secular history says that Paul was went to Rome six sixty two, blah blah blah. And he's like, Well, I read Newsweek. <laughs> like that's your argument? I read Newsweek? Come on, <laughs> bud. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> okay. You do you must draw from the right sources no and there is a wide
1: variety of sources to draw from that mainly mainline evangelical and non-evangelical scholarship to draw from and they didn't do that i mean do i just you know agree the that
2: the king james bible is like the 18th or 19th iteration since Pause the- it.
0: what are we talking about bro 18th or 19th iteration he's just reaching he's just saying stuff 18th or 19th iteration what are you talking about the the new king the, the king james comes from the byzantine uh, ma- manuscripts that were discovered earlier—well, discovered later in the process. There are, there are later manuscripts that were discovered earlier, if that makes sense, right? So these are from manuscripts between eight 800 to 900, and there were other manuscripts that were discovered after the fact, which is where we get, like, our ESV and our NIV. So there's no 18th or 19th iteration. Like, it's from the same Greek and Hebrew manuscripts that were discovered in uh, Antioch. Yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> like he's just—he's just saying stuff, man. Go ahead. Uh, Three hundred and
1: thirteen. No, I, I, no, you have a misunderstanding about how translations take place. This is my field. <laughs> the translation goes from the Greek into the English from the original manuscripts, and the, and the original language was Greek. So you have one iteration—one iteration from what, what what I use now, like a New American Standard or an NIV Bible, and
2: what was written then. One iteration, not 18 iterations. There are been other and, translations. And you really that they don't believe build that? Upon. And you really believe that Christ's version of the truth is the only version of the I truth? Think yes, exactly. right. I think Jesus was
0: right. You really, you really believe Christ's version of the truth is the only truth? He just keeps on pushing to the next, like, yeah. uh, at this point, you really believe it? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 And he explains it really well here. But first, how many people are subscribed on this channel? Hey, you want to see something crazy? Over 51% of the people who watch this channel are not subscribed. And the ones that are subscribed, only 10% have their bell notification on. So do me a favor. Please hit that subscribe button. Turn the bell notification on so you don't miss anything we have going here. All right? I appreciate you. If the Gospels are, are accurate, and they—I they, have every reason to believe that they
1: are—in their, in their broad uh, salient details. And here's a man who claimed to be God, who claimed to be the only way of sava- salvation, who clearly claimed to be the way of forgiveness of sin, and then controlled the forces of nature, raised the dead, healed the sick, cast out demons, predicted his own death and resurrection, and then raised himself from the dead. And eyewitnesses saw this. Now, if that really happened, and that's really the question here, then Jesus has tremendous credibility in my book. And frankly, I'm going to stick with Jesus Christ instead of with Deepak Chopra on this issue. Yeah,
2: yeah, but what if I? Sh- he
1: chose
0: violence man. He chose violence. He said, I'm sticking with Jesus instead of Deepak Chopra. Don't you see- I, I, I'll take Anderson Pak before I take Deepak Chopra. How about that one? Yes, Lord. Pillar accounts in the East about other people. Uh, then I'd have to see whether the the
1: justification, if you are just as critical of the historical reliability ah! of those documents ah! as you are of the gospel accounts, and to see if those documents have as well-attested evidence for their historical reliability as the gospel
0: accounts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's talk about the other documents. Let's talk about the other documents. Let's talk about the Gnostic Gospels. Let's talk about the other uh, uh, documents from antiquity. Let's talk about how many manuscripts of those are around. You, 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 you put so much faith into those that— uh, But yet you're critical and skeptical of the New Testament, which has more manuscripts than any other document from antiquity. Really? This is a sickness of the highest order. Eh? Not to mention that if we're talking about the East, right? The East, because they're saying the East as if like all people from the East have this mystical religion. You're ignoring the church going back thousands of years in India. That held the very same essentials of the faith because it was planted by the Apostle Thomas. You're ignoring that the gospel was taken to Armenia, to Ethiopia by the Apostles. Okay? And we still till this day have a Oriental arm of the church. Oriental, not meaning Asian, Oriental meaning eastern arm of the church. Right? So you you actually do have folks in the East that hold to all the same essentials of the faith the literal death literal resurrection of jesus the virgin birth all these different things right and this is from the oriental and the eastern orthodox arm of the church Remo- remove catholicism and protestant uh protestants from the equation all of these things in the east quote unquote are all attained you know what i mean this is this is all basic church history so he's saying this stuff like from the East, is if like all people in the East are Hindu or, or have some weird New Age religion. And it's, that's just not true. There's a lot of folks from the East that are Christians, that love Jesus, that love the Jesus of the Bible, that love the Jesus of the New Testament. They might have a different canon than uh the you know the Western church, but it's all the same, essentially, right? Different views on baptism, different views on christening, those sorts of things, right? So anyway, that's that's interesting. But uh let's keep going. So far I haven't seen that.
2: Well, I, I think Personally, both East and West versions of God are
0: mostly mythical and
2: not historical.
0: does it come down to the issue of he said both East and West versions of God are uh, mythical and not historical that's that 's a big L,
1: truth dr Chopra that uh,
0: can we or can we not know the truth about God
2: I think in a certain state of awareness when we can experience deep stillness within us, we can get a great taste for it, but i don 't think we can in the relative ever
0: with deep stillness within us. And guess what he sells? He sells you the ability on how to become more still, the power of now, become more present. The truth, unless we are willing to embrace our own uncertainty and
2: take that leap of faith and say, I'll trust the unknown because of what I've experienced. But, you know, my faith doesn't come from a book. Okay. Not well, even mine. Well, just, just, the,
0: just the... Uh, he said my faith doesn't come from a book. So where does your faith come from? Your faith comes from yourself. Your faith comes from your feelings. Your faith comes from your intuition. Like, where does your faith come from if it doesn't come from any historical, reliable document? Uh,
1: the idea of truth is diametrically opposed to taking a leap of faith. Listen, Lee, if you can't know what the truth is on things in general, you will not survive 24 hours. Everybody who gets in a car, everybody who takes medicine, everybody who walks out the door has to have some way of assessing what the truth is. But now, these of kinds people of people have
2: religious truth that's so different. Well, this is Why the question is, is whether it's truth or not. to be the only well, one that's true?
1: I'm not arguing right now that this one is the only one that's true. What I'm trying to argue is that they can't all be true. And just because you have people who have different conceptions of truth doesn't mean that all conceptions of truth are equal. But
0: yeah! Yeah! come on that's a gem just because you have people with different conceptions of truth doesn't mean that all truths are equal they all can't be true
1: people much, have a different conception of truth and then obviously they could be mistaken they're as
2: fervently convinced as you are that that's they're right that's why truth. it doesn't
1: matter how fervent a person is what matters is the
0: reasons he has for believing what he believes okay, well, come, Before on. Debate. come on it doesn't matter how sincere a belief is you can be sincerely wrong Think of your own life. Remove God and faith from the equation. Think of your own life. Have you ever been sincere about something and been sincerely wrong? Mm -hmm. Right? If we're just, just trying to reason amongst ourselves, it's not uncommon for you to be sincere and sincerely wrong. You could be sincere and you could be wrong. So what are we talking about? Uh, break dr. Uh, uh, Chopra you were talking about your concept of God and we got into the Jesus
1: issue and uh, a little bit of clarity between the difference of opinion between you and Mr. Kokel um, you had said that you carry around the Sermon on the Mount which Jesus delivered in which he did some of his teaching and yet Greg was saying that uh, there are other teachings of Jesus concerning judgment concerning sin and so forth that you don't subscribe to so how can you kind of pick and choose what you want to take from Jesus <laughs> and <laughs> mix a, it with other people, what a great
2: question uh, other people's viewpoints doesn't that you know, uh, contradict uh, itself uh, there the um, King James version of the Bible is about the nineteenth
0: iteration. If you go look at it he keeps saying this goofy stuff about the nineteenth iteration and what are you what are you talking about? The King James version of the Bible was like the fourth or fifth English translation you 're confused on what an iteration is and what a translation and it 's not even the nineteenth translation. What are you saying he 's just saying stuff the history of Christianity. Western Christianity began about 313
2: A.D. when King Constantine decided to adopt it for political reasons. There are versions of Christianity that are quite different. No, they're not.
0: No, they're not. There are versions of Christianity. Walk you through them. A little church history for you, okay? Versions of Christianity. You have the Catholic Church. By Catholic, I mean universal the universal church the universal church you have the first split the first schism at about 460 there was also a minor schism at the i think council of ephesus okay then you have the council of uh, chalcedon i think is how you say it that's when the oriental church split okay so first split number 1 that is over uh, if Je- is jesus of two natures or or with two natures one description that was probably uh, a language barrier that they split over okay from that first split, that is when you the Oriental Church split. Okay, the Oriental Church splits. You have the Armenian Apostolic Church, which is what I grew up. You have Ethiopian Church. You have the um, the church uh, the Egyptian Church. I what is the name of the Egyptian Church? The Coptic Church, Egyptian Coptic Church, right? So that's that first split. Okay, before that there was another split where the Syrian Church split. That's the first initial split. Five hundred years later, you had the Great Schism, which is where the 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 Catholic. When I say Catholic, I mean Universal. That church split, and you have the Eastern Orthodox Church split from the Catholic Church. Okay. By the way, all all three of these branches consider themselves the Catholic Church. When I say Catholic, I'm not meaning Rome. I'm saying that that, that was the language that was used. Okay. So you have the first split at around 460. You got the second split at 1050. Okay. And then you have an additional split at 1500. That is the protestant reformation okay it's been three major splits okay now here's what you will find and so protestant the protestants and split from the catholic church okay here's what you'll find all of those churches all of those movements believe in the virgin birth they believe that jesus is the only way for salvation they believe that um that he lived a perfect life. They believe that he was fully God. They believe that he was fully man. They believe that he died on a cross. They believe that he rose bodily from the grave. Okay? This is these are all the essentials. They believe that the Bible is inspired. All of these arms that are and there's a lot of differences. We could spend hours just explaining the differences. All those churches believe they believe a Christian biblical sex ethic. Okay? That means that No hanky-panky unless you're a man and a woman in the confines of of marriage, okay? All of those different things they believe. They hold to all of those different things, okay? And the councils were initially just trying to come to conclusions of what is orthodoxy, okay? That's what it was about. And some of them, like the first split, was pretty petty, okay? Later on with Martin Luther and some of the things he had with the Catholic Church, there were important issues, okay? Okay? So that is what that, but they all hold to the same basic concepts of truth, morality, so on and so forth. They have discrepancies on soteriology, how is someone saved? They have different stuff like that, but generally speaking, they have the same foundations, the same framework of our what we would call West Western ethic. And they in they, they, and, and, and so it's interesting that when people say this kind of stuff they'll they'll dismiss the church in the in the West as patriarchy and toxic masculinity and all this stuff and then not acknowledge that the Egyptian Coptics the Armenians and the uh Ethiopians and the Indians all hold the same views about marriage all hold the same views about no hanky-panky unless you're married to a, to somebody of the opposite gender these are right this is just common sense so he's he's framing this as well, that's when it was, no, it's pre, it predates any creeds, and the, the, the bare bones of the views of the church have been intact for 2,000 years. Okay, let's go back to this.
2: You know, St. Paul went west, and then others went east. And even amongst Christians, there are a wide variety of ideas about what Christ said or did not say. We have no direct uh, evidence of what he said because the Gospels, even the four Gospels, were written long after the death of Christ. And there are other Gospels which um, we are more familiar with in the East, and we have a tradition of really having reverence for Christ as a messenger of God, but not the only messenger of God. And all I can say is that's that's the worldview I was brought up with.
0: And these are, uh, what what he's hinting at is the Gnostic Gospels. Now, here's the problematic part about the Gnostic Gospels, outside of them just being flat-out forgeries and definitely not being true. He also wouldn't wouldn't look at them as critically as he does at the Gospels. We have more manuscripts of, not to mention the theology of the Gnostics. For example, in the Gospel of Thomas, which is, again, not a gospel, Gnostics, right? In the Gospel of Thomas, you have Thomas saying that in order for a woman to be saved, she must die come back uh, reincarnated as a man, and that is the only way that she can attain salvation. That's incompatible with the rest of the New Testament epistles. It's incompatible with our basic understanding of soteriology. There's neither uh, male nor female. There's neither Jew nor Greek, there, right? J- uh, you guys tracking? So, like, the actual theology of these Gnostic gospels are completely incongruent with the New Testament.
1: Well, that basically, all he said is that there are different points of view with regards to Jesus and other religions, which to me is just quite obvious. The question is, how do we know the right answer about any of these kinds of things? You go back to the primary source documents that give you the information about those people. Uh, Dr. Chopra is just mistaken in his assertion that the, uh, that we don't have any good record of the life of Jesus. Actually, Lee, you've done tremendous work on this yourself. There is tremendous, powerful scholarship that demonstrate that the Gospels were written early and not late. That they re- represent eyewitness reports, and they yep. tell us give us a, a reasonably accurate view of what Jesus actually said and what he did. And these are the important situations, these are the important details that I'm talking about here because people have differences of opinion about it. doesn't mean that nobody can possibly know. He said uh, Dr. Chopper said earlier, um, who's to say? Well, the answer is uh, the person with the best reasons gets to say. You look at the writings and you see if somebody's accurately represented them. I could take some of the things that Dr. Choper has said today and I could isolate them and characterize him as a fundamentalist Christian who believes exactly as
0: I do. <laughs> it's good. That's good. By the way, uh, Lee Strobel is the one conducting this interview. If you guys don't know, Lee Strobel wrote the case for Christ. So the fact that he's uh, 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 attempting to restrain himself and remain neutral is, in this conversation is really impressive. If I were to do that, he would consider
1: himself ill-abused, and he'd be right. Uh, but we we think no, nothing about doing the same thing with Jesus, isolating those things that mm. fit into our worldview and make Jesus into somebody like us
0: rather than letting him be himself. By the way, Chris, don't appropriate Jesus, friends. Don't appropriate Jesus. We talk about cultural appropriation, all this stuff. Don't appropriate Jesus and don't make God in your image. Understand that you're created in the image of God. Do this as well
1: it seems manifestly clear in any record of of what Jesus had to say that Jesus wasn't a Hindu mystic he didn't believe in cosmic consciousness he was a Jew he was a monotheist he was a Jewish rabbi he held to the Old Testament and, to, and he made some corrections in people's misunderstandings yep. but his worldview was a was a was a Jewish biblical worldview and not a Hindu worldview and we would be well to read Jesus statements in light of that if we're going to take him seriously one of the reasons we quote Jesus and Dr Chopra does as well because Jesus is someone to be contended with if he is we should listen to him carefully and be very
2: careful that we get his statement's right. Okay, Dr. Chopra? Uh, what about people who are not Christians?
0: What about them? Are they damned to go to hell forever? Well, the- And this is always the hypothetical. What about? What about what about people who never heard? What about unborn babies? What about, right? <laughs> The answer to this is very simple in a broad sense. I mentioned earlier that reality
1: has a way of bruising people who don't take it seriously. Whether I'm right or whether you're right in our in, in respective our views, there are consequences to people who get it wrong. If you're right and I get it wrong, I'm going to be hurt by that, Dr. Chopra. If I'm right and you get it wrong and others get it wrong, then they can be hurt by it as well. I'm just simply saying there are consequences. If what Jesus said is right then there are serious consequences for unbelief, because everybody will stand before God and give an account for their life and be properly tried for the crimes that they committed against God. Now, maybe Jesus is wrong. Maybe you're right. But if you're right, I'm going to miss out. There are consequences for getting the truth wrong. And this is why I'm
2: emphasizing we have to be very careful about the truth issue. See, the difference between you and me is you're certain and I'm not. That's all. You know, and my uncertainty, I'm willing to embrace, and I'm comfortable with my
0: uncertainty. And you seem to know the truth, so that's our. Essential. He seems to know the truth. He's like, is he's being like a, he's he's like poking right here, right? Like it's very passive aggressive of, of him. You seem to know the truth. Well, if he seems to know the truth, and he's being more, s- uh, he he's creating a more rational and reasonable and coherent argument. What you, you call a certainty, I just would say is more rational. Wouldn't you want to listen to him? The difference, and you know, when I look at talk to Islamic
2: people, they're very certain about their. Point of view, and so are the Hindu fundamentalists, and so that's where the problem. Okay, is. Okay, this,
1: this to me, and I don't at all mean to be unkind, Dr. Chopra, but this because sounds, you sounds can like be. A, this is. A, but I don't mean this. But I think that was a disingenuous remark. You must have eight or ten titles that have sold th- hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of copies ah, of books millions, yeah. Watch in this. which you are telling people what you think the world is like, and ah! you're enjoining them to believe their way. Nobody I'm in his right not mind I'm, would. You know, are enjoining you should... them to believe like you, and nobody in their right mind would do that unless they were easily convinced their view was
0: correct.
2: <laughs> no, you know, if they were, then you have no I'm right I'm to
0: joining people to so this is the I don't give prescriptions nonsense we hear from folks in a red pill community the, the the men's improvement men's rights space I don't give prescriptions yet you write books who goes to books to not get prescriptions Deepak Chopra can be like I'm not certain I don't know I am so open-minded yet write books that speak in certainty about your worldview. I got to hit him with another. This is a sickness of the highest order. This isn't how it works, friends. You can't say, I'm not certain, I don't have the answers, but then write books with what seemingly seems, what, what, what appears to be the answers. Believe in a certain way, I'm just expressing a worldview, that's all. Yes, but- that you think is right. Know, called it's called The Way of books. Peace, isn't I mean, it?
2: They're endorsed by Christians, by bishops, by Fair people no. all over the world. And, you know, some people agree with me and a lot don't. Right, but if they don't agree with you, you probably you think they're mistaken. You impose your them. values on me and I don't want to impose my values on you. And, you know, <laughs> when you say I'm being disingenuous, that's not true. Absolutely not true. In fact, I talk about the wisdom of uncertainty in all my books. My only point about disingenuity in this regard was that
1: you
0: say that you're... He's only certain about uncertainty.
1: Opening, you're not certain, but that seems unusual to say when somebody writes so many books that enjoins and encourages people to embrace his beliefs. Mm. I talk about
2: uncertainty all the time. I talk about an evolving worldview. I talk about the fact that science is discovering that at the heart of creation, there is omniscience, there is omnipresence, there is
0: omnipotence. (laughs) Whoever did the captions on this keeps saying certain, certain, certain. I, I don't know if Melissa did that, but that's amazing.
2: But I cannot conceptualize that in somebody who's a person who has been squeezed. Into the volume of a body and comes from a particular ethnic background.
1: Okay, well, you can't conceptualize that, but since you're uncertain, it might be the case then, because maybe you could be wrong, as you said, that that this point of view is the correct view, even though it's hard for you to conceptualize that the things that Jesus said, taken but as a whole. But you seem to be very sure pres- that your
2: point of view is correct. Well, so aren't you? I do. I'm pretty confident, but that's because yeah, I look so carefully, at, and that's because I am so carefully. So the Islamists. So okay. are the. Hindus, so are the Jains, so are the Zoroastrians. This
1: is precisely why psychological confidence isn't enough. You need more than psychological confidence. You need good reasons to support that. And this is why a lot of work that I've done, and Leah's done as well, is to give reasons for faith, so we're not taking a jump, a leap of faith. It's not religious wishful thinking, but we are trying to build knowledge based
0: on good rationale. Come on, somebody. That's a great conversation, man. I I thoroughly enjoyed that. Thanks to Melissa Daughtery for reposting that conversation. I think that's extremely timely, extremely relevant, extremely necessary in light of everything that's going on and in light of just this whole faux, um, fake, deep nonsense we're seeing in the new age. This stuff is everywhere, by the way. Not sure if you heard Kendrick Lamar's last album, but um, he has a lot of this influence from uh, Eckhart Tolle, it's it's all the same pool of of complete nonsense. Um, that's not science, and it's not uh, it's 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 not science, and it's not it's not faith in in his history either, right? All right, guys, I got to go. Appreciate you. Get home before it gets too late. If you aren't, consider partnering with us online so that I never have to. Make commercials like this. Our friends at Cell
1: Skincare have exciting news to celebrate in
2: 2023. Using Manscape during my showers after workout has given me much more confidence. And that's where Mud
1: Water comes in. True Classic has got your back. All thanks to the sponsor of today's video, SayMine.com. Established titles is your opportunity to earn the title of Laird.
0: and early access to our podcast interviews, all starting for only $5 a month.